This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the best bits of the week. This is Just the Bits, where I tell you the seven segments from the show this week that y'all love the most, engaged with the most, or you called in about, or overall were just some hot commodities on our show. I guess that's the best way to put it. But there's seven of them, and then we play the bits. So you can either... uh, Listen to them again for the second time, listen to them for the first time, or share them with your friends. It's up to you what you want to do, but I think all of them are pretty good. Coming in at number seven, I reviewed Beetlejuice for the Millennial Movie Review. And I am just loving how heated people get over these reviews. It cracks me up. So uh, keep them coming because, you know, it's a good thing when we got some differing opinions. But I did enjoy Beetlejuice. It did get me in some Halloween spirit. And, you know, I'm sorry I didn't give it five out of five, but you can listen right now to hear the good review I did give it. Okay, it was still good. Number seven. All right, Morgan's going to review Beetlejuice in her millennial movie review. This movie came out in 1988. Morgan, what were you born? I was born in 1993. All right, what would you think of Beetlejuice? Well, some movies I'm just going to acknowledge that are very hard for me to watch because I've seen the way technology is today. Okay. Beetlejuice is one of those movies. Because well, what was wrong with Beetlejuice? Because I haven't seen it since like probably 90, you know? Well, it's like it, basically the production is like cut out. You can tell what's happening. You can tell that they're, they're, they don't have the technology to do the things that they do today. So it is hard for me to watch some of these movies. And I don't typically like any type of scary movies. And in a way, Beetlejuice is a scary movie. Is it a kid scary movie though? Um, like I've tried to get my kids to watch it, and I would say like twelve years old because the little ones they still get scared of Beetlejuice. I mean, they're popping heads off. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> still I scary. haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> my memories of Beetlejuice are Michael Keaton. Right, it's showtime. Uh-huh. Is that the right movie? Yes. Okay. Daylight come and me won't go home. Right. Yep. And they like randomly break into song at scary parts ish. Yeah, that okay. song usually. What else? And, I mean, they have dinner parties. Basically, it's this couple that died and they're haunting a house. That's what happens in Beetlejuice. That's right. The couple died Mm -hmm. and they're haunting the house. Okay. Yeah, and then, you know, they're trying to make peace with the people that are living at their house and they call on Beetlejuice to help him. And I will admit, I laughed a few times during this movie and it did get me in the Halloween spirit. 
And I can see why it is a classic still today. You give it three out of five graveyards. Okay. Pretty good. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. I haven't seen Beetlejuice in forever, though. Like, just thinking back, does he have horns that come? No. He's, no. he's painted he's like white, white. And he has white hair. Yes. Right? What else happens in that movie? Wearing black and white. Yeah, he yeah. wears black. And he basically tries to get uh, their the daughter that lives in the house to marry him so he can, can actually come out from the dead and like live forever. But Is the daughter like Winona Ryder? Yes. Yes, that's oh, right. That's right. Yeah, I'm into it now. And I think uh, the dead <laughs> is guy is Alec yeah. Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, right? the dad is. Yeah, the, the guy that dies. Maybe I need to go watch some of this stuff again. And too. Alec Baldwin is attractive as like in that age of his career. You mean young? Yeah. As a young yeah. guy? <laughs> he is attractive. So you give it three out of five? Yeah, three out of five graveyards. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? I don't think so, Come no. On. Yeah, I think that's next. Okay. I, th- I think Wayne's World's next. That's Here's- the one where they have the, the guy has crazy hair and it's two dudes? Yeah. <laughs> they have I think a public I- access TV show. Okay, yeah, no. I don't think I've seen it, but I know them from pop culture. Well, the great thing is about Beetlejuice and even Wayne's World is that these movies are an hour and a half. It's like an episode of Game of Thrones. Or it's a, <laughs> now movies are almost three hours long. And so all these older movies, uh, even even Wayne's World, it's an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah, that's amazing. Isn't that awesome? Uh, Morgan, your next one is Wayne's World, and we will write you down. Beetlejuice, 3.5. The Goonies, she only gave two out of five. So how much can we really trust her? Exactly. Beavis and Butthead, 0.5. Oh. Get out of here. Yeah, terrible. Have you seen the new Beavis and Butthead where they're adults? No. What? No. Mike, have you? It's hilarious. Where? The one I saw was on TikTok, but they're starting to load them up again. That's hilarious. And they're like, <laughs> I was much cooler when I was at it. <laughs> they're like smoking and drinking. They're older and fat. Oh, man, that's funny. It's hilarious. Uh, so, all right, Morgan, thank you. We'll check in on Wayne's World in a few weeks, all right? Sounds good. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. People definitely had a lot to say about this next segment. Lunchbox apparently wanted to key a car that had double parked. Yeah, it's a whole thing. And he just got a little aggressive about it. And he, you know, on the best bits this weekend in part one, he says it doesn't have to do with rage. But I do believe Lunchbox has quite the little rage monster inside of him if this is what he wanted to do over a double parked car, though. It is very inconsiderate to double park your car. So don't do that unless you're like miles away and you're going to go walk somewhere. But... You know, let's just be a little bit more kind and considerate of other people. I think that would be the better thing to do than to key a car. But you can hear the moment right now where Lunchbox admits that is what he wanted to do. Number six. I do want to bring this up, too. And Amy's the one who brought it to my attention. I guess Lunchbox was considering keying a car. Okay, here's what happened. He had posted on his Instagram stories, so annoyed at this car that double parked, you know, took up two parking spaces to avoid getting dinged or whatnot. I mean, it is a pretty jerk thing to do. I don't know why some people do it, but he was so upset and he was proud of himself because he had, quote unquote, matured because he didn't do something to damage the car in any way. And he then asked his followers, I mean, what would y'all do? Would you key it? Would you like, how do you handle this situation? And I thought he is a 41 year old man. I don't care what age you are, but it's like, why would even keying a car be a response to someone else who's being a jerk? Like, just move on with your day. I would write a note, I think. That would be as far as I would even think about going, is to write a note and put another wife. If you want to take the time to do that, I'm just never going to be that type of person. But I thought, wow, people who key cars, I don't understand you. It is another level, and it's just so sad and expensive and devastating. You ever keyed a car? Yeah. 
When? Well, 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 well. no, no, no. I happen to have my keys in my hand. And I walk by a car, and if it accidentally scraped it, okay. then it may have left a line. But why on it. would you do that? Uh, because they obviously were doing it on purpose to park over, like. But why is it your responsibility to key their car because of that? Uh, because it's an inconvenience to me and everybody else. Like, okay, if they're, if they're you're a vigilante. Yeah, I'm a vigilante. Sort of like I've what I have done before too. Also, is like you kind of. Like you're resting on the car, you know what I mean? You just kind of, bam, with the back, you take your foot back, like with the, the this heel. This is so sad. Boom. And you kick a dent in the car? Yeah. No. I've no, done that a no, couple no, times. No, no, And y'all, he's raising children. And yeah. this is, this well, is very disturbing. Let's say, here's the let's say one of your kids was 14 and you see this. Well, that's the problem. I had my kids with me, so I didn't do anything, <laughs> but I was very upset because we were going to a festival thing, and the parking was very hard. We had to drive around for like 20 minutes to find a spot. And I'm like, oh, got one. And this guy is parked diagonal across two spots for no reason. And it's not like it was like, oh, just barely over the line. I mean, it, sure. But you know what happens sometimes? You know, you, you, there's other, another car that's doing it, and that's how you do no, no, it. There's no chance. Hold on. And, and then no everyone chance. leaves, and your car's left, and now you look yeah, like yeah. the. I've done that before where I'm like over the line a little bit because I had to pull in that yeah. way because Correct. the other cars were over the line. Yes. Any no. chance that happened here? No, he is halfway. But what kind of car is it, though? Is it a luxury car? No, no. it is a, like, um, PT Cruiser kind of looking I mean, thing. I'm looking at it. It looks like it's a, a soul. Dark, a dark whatever SUV. a soul is. And are you sure the person was double parking a soul? Eddie, yeah. no, I mean, it's over the line. For I mean, sure. not even over. It's halfway into the two spots. I don't know. I still can go with Eddie and go. And, they could have all been parked back. And why I was sitting there and about thinking about what I should do. Cars kept trying to pull in, then they would look and they would throw their hands up like it was my car. And I'm like, it ain't my car, guys. It ain't my car. If your kids would have been at home, would uh, you, there would have been a nice little dent. You would have kicked. No way. At 40 is, years old, you'd have kicked no. a dent in the car. Yeah. If you, Bobby, if you found out he really kicked a car like that, what am you're I going to do to him? No. You're going to crown me. That's his own time, Amy. It's his personal time. Yeah, but that is representing no, no. that he just damaged someone's property. I am sticking up for people that when no, people, you're just mad for yourself. When you're not people act like jerks, they get treated like jerks. That's what happens in the world. Why not leave a note? Have, I don't have a pen and paper. Have you ever had someone kick your car or key I've never your parked car? like this in my life. Okay, but for whatever reason, because you're I don't a jerk park sometimes. Bad. I don't park bad. If they did that, what if someone heard something you said on this show? Yeah, were deeply offended by yeah. it, and they came after the O five. Saw Ultima? you get out of your car, and they uh-huh. said, "That's lunchbox. Yeah. He's made fun of people like me. I'm going to go and key the car or dent the car." What do you think about that? That suck, man. But. Hey, you deserve it. It's life. That's showbiz baby or what? That's showbiz baby. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Okay. That's so sad. I was surprised that he would still even consider or think yeah. of it. Oh, man. Anybody? My immediate reaction was like, oh, this this guy needs a little kick in the side of the car. I'm actually surprised that he's keyed a car before. Me too. No, no. Didn't key a car. Okay, allegedly. How many times have you accidentally walked by a car with your key out? <laughs> Three. That's crazy. Wait, and how old were you? 20s. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my mind is blown. How many times have you accidentally kicked a car? I think that was like four. Wow. And you dented it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't. If you kick a car, it ain't undenting. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, you know, it's a love tap. And the last time you did that, how old? Uh, What's 32? the date? 32. God, this is ridiculous. All right. It's not that bad. But, I mean, look at the car. <laughs> it deserved it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't oh, my gosh. It doesn't deserve that. Okay, well, that's why I said... Has he actually matured? Mm. I guess sure. because he didn't do it. That's true. I, I'm That's matured. True. He stopped himself. Destroying or injuring the personal property of another can get you as much as 10 years in prison. Dang. However, if the value of the property destroyed is less than 250 bucks, you'll only be punished by a maximum 2.5 months in jail. Oh, hmm. Guess a, what? A key's more than $250. Guess what? Uh, when you park like this, what does it say? It says, oh, your actual actions are valid. 
I know it doesn't no, it say doesn't. that. Okay. What? It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. We had Craig Morgan on the show this week. He talked about his new memoir, shared stories about what it was like writing this for him. He also talked about his time in the military and some facts about himself that were really interesting to learn, including a piece of advice he got from Garth Brooks in the beginning of his career that changed kind of the way he talked about himself in a way you'll hear what I mean in this interview but honestly it's a great interview Craig is such a fun and just full of stories type of guy you can also watch it at bobbybones.com number five it's a Bobby Bones show interview in case you didn't know got so many hits from back in 2007 here's International Harvester I'm the son of a third generation from back in 2004, that's what I love about Sunday. What I love about Sunday. I'm not going to do them all. He's got so many. From 2005, here is Redneck Yacht Club. He's got a new memoir that came out on the 27th. Man, he's so funny. Such a good dude. Welcome to the studio, Tennessee's own Craig Morgan. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Craig Morgan. You know, I read most of your book on the toilet. <laughs> that's a good place. That's where I can really focus, honestly. That's so, funny. I don't, I'm not in there long enough to read. Oh, I'm in there for like days now. I have some <laughs> sort of IBS thing. Where you're I'm like, like that guy on 40-something when you're in there playing video games and stuff. And, and sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll be able to get a lot of work done. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I have great. a whole setup, a computer. <laughs> I got a, uh, In the bathroom. Uh, uh, Craig's got a book called God, Family, and Country. Uh, it's a memoir, which it's really great. You know, Thank you. I, it's, it's very personal. Thank you. And, and I know that's tough to do because I'm going to imagine there were times where you thought, one, do people actually care? And two, am I being too personal? Um, but I thought you, you, you nailed it. What was the hardest part of writing this book for you? Uh, taking the time. Uh, and, and quite honestly, we had nothing but time. Uh, the majority of this, we started during the pandemic um, when we weren't working. But I had gotten lazy because we weren't touring. I was just traveling around with my wife, Karen, and We'd go to Alaska and come back, and my co-writer, Jim DeFleece, would be like, hey, uh, you want to get together and <laughs> work on this book thing, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I, I think that, that and, and as you alluded to, talking about it. You know, when I first approached this book, for me, it was uh, a lot like doing any other project that I've ever done in my life. I figured, we'll do this, be done, and go do something else, you know, like an album. When I do an album, I work on the album. As soon as I finish that album, I'm focused on writing more music for the next project, for somebody else, or whatever, production, doesn't matter. Um, and I thought the book would be the same thing, but it's not. It's it's really, it's weird. You know already, you've done this, but, but this is the first book I've written, and it, and it being a memoir, uh, boy, it's it's going to be there forever. Did you find yourself, and, and I could just be a weirdo, but did you find yourself as you were telling some of the stories that you're kind of reliving them? And I don't, I don't want to say re-experiencing them, but seeing them from a different perspective and either they reminded you how awesome a moment was or like how, how emotional emotion, uh, a moment was that you haven't thought about in a long time? I don't think that's weird at all. That's exactly what happened. So a lot of the, especially the military stories, I mean, that's been a while for me. And when we were talking about Panama, I went down to, we went down to our beach house and I brought a bunch of my buddies in that I served with in Panama. And we spent two days together talking about the stories uh, and, and, and reliving some of those things. Um, 
And it was it was a uh, it was very surreal. It's one of those kind of like outside looking in. I don't want to sound all weird. And- no, it's that though because you're outside looking back in at a part of your life that maybe you didn't fully appreciate or understand because you're right in the middle of it. Yeah, and I've lived my life that way. Like you know, when you jump, when I jump out of a plane. I'm, I'm I'm jumping out of the plane right then. After I'm done, my feet hit the ground, parachutes rolled up, you're moving on. You don't think about that jump no more. I'm thinking about the next thing. Uh, looking back, uh, it was like, at one point I was like, holy cow, I've done a lot of crap. You know, now I know why everyone was trying to get me to write the book. Um, because I think the longer I went, the, the the less I would have been able to remember. And I may mess the country up here because there were a lot of countries. <laughs> there's a lot of places that you've been in, in this yeah. book. Um, but you, in Thailand, you were working undercover to fight sex traffickers. Yeah. I didn't know that. I had never talked to you about that here. I didn't know that. So would you mind telling these guys a little bit about that? So I work with an organization, and I've worked with others, but Exodus Road is the one that I'm, I'm working with now. Uh, and we have offices uh, around the world, but uh, the entire objective is to remove people from sex trafficking. It's it's literally modern day slavery. Uh, and on that particular operation in Thailand, what people don't understand, the Thailand government is run basically by the military, and the majority of these military leaders own clubs downtown. And another thing that most Americans do not know, prostitution is not legal in Thailand. It's not legal. It is not legal. It is encouraged, (laughs) but it's not legal. Uh, And I will say, if a woman is whatever age of legal age and she chooses this as an occupation, I mean, that's on her. But what is sickening is when there's a 14-year-old girl who's forced into it, whose parents sold her in order to have the money and then she's forced to work or even worse yet or not worse yet but another scenario that we ran into while we were there that was really odd uh is people that come from other countries they were going uh to various countries throughout the african continent and promising these people's these people work and these women you'll be working at a hotel as a as a cleanup lady or whatever and they get on there and then they take their passports and they say okay now you work for us uh the cleaning lady job is gone and you owe us for your room and board every day. So they basically are forced into prostitution. And on, on one of the weird situations, and this one wasn't in the book uh, because it, this is currently an ongoing investigation. The pimp was a female uh, and she's a female from Africa. She's in Africa. And she was the one that's basically gathering these people up to work with the people in Thailand. Uh, and no one ever got a picture of her. They have never seen her. And we were there, and I was on the street with some of the women talking to them, and she called. And we were and like literally talking to her. This woman in Africa talking to her, uh, her women there, and I took a selfie with her of the cell phone. It's the first picture they've ever got of that woman. Wow. Did you ever feel like your life was in danger doing that? No, not really. They're little people. <laughs> 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 I don't mean that in a derogatory manner. I just mean they're very little people. And you're and, strong, and if yeah, I mean, I, I did get in a scuffle one night, uh, uh, just a little scuffle. So we all carry. And I mean, let me, let me tell you, I've done a lot of things, and I've seen a lot of disturbing things, and experienced a lot of disturbing stuff. That was some of the. That's the only thing. Wherever when I came home, I thought, man, I need a, I need a 15 minute break to clear my brain because some of the stuff I've seen was so bad. Um, but we all carry like little backpacks or we have these shoulder packs and they're all wired with cameras and different things. And we were going into a club and they wanted to check our bags. And I'm like, mm, they're not checking my bag, bro. 
And so we kind of just walked past them and ignored them, act like, you know, stupid American tourists. Um, and they come in and tried to grab my bag from me. And I had been filming this gentleman across doing some very lewd things, you know, to what we had suspected was an underage girl. Uh, and he tried to take my bag. So I'm like, none. So they, they, they were going to throw me out of the club. I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, so like five or six of them attempted to grab me. And they, you know, we scuffled around quite a bit till they got me outside. And then the local police come over. And so you got to go through the whole motion, even though some of the police officers that were there. And we did have a police officer assigned to us, uh, a, a, a Thailand police officer. Uh, he, uh, and I know I'm going way far, he... Uh, he knew what we were doing, so he comes over and puts me under arrest and then takes me off, and they have to see this whole thing. And he's pointing his finger at me, and he's yelling at me and telling me thing and telling me to go and take the handcuffs off, and I walk off. And, and they're all happy, and we're all happy. We go back the next day, and they welcome me right back in. Really? Yeah. See, I would feel like I was about to die there. I mean, but you're, I don't know, 10 times more the man? <laughs> no. 20 no, times no, more no. the man? What do we think? We're putting the percentage here. <laughs> it's like no. a movie. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's fascinating. And the fact that you would take that on to, to try to help those people, that says a lot about you. Uh, so aside from that, let's talk about some of the positive stuff that you were able to see, right? I mean, what do you, it, through the book, what are you most proud to share? Like what, when you think of all the personal stories, all the things that you've seen, like what do you really let you up to be able to share that with people? I don't know. That's a good question. No one's asked me. That. Yeah, I do. That's what I do. My thing. Do you fight people? I try to find interesting questions. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think family, uh, the, the, concept, the whole concept of this book, God, family, country, uh, those are the three most important things in my life. And in that order, my God is always first, my family second only to my God and my country, my love for country. Uh, I hope that when people read this book, they feel inspired and, and, and in some way maybe motivated to feel like uh, they want to do good. They want to be good. Uh, and I'm not trying to take away from what we're discussing, but like, uh, like Amy, I, I, I follow your posts and you always seem to post very positive things. And I think more people should do that. There should be more of that and less of the attempts to put each other down and beat each other up and try to, you know, derive something negative from every comments that made that's made instead of, I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the, on the media outlets that you could easily turn it to a good if you wanted to, instead of trying to beat it up and make something bad out of it, you know? Um, so I'm hoping that when people read this, that, that they feel motivated to, to maybe want to do good or be good and understand that even though we all experience various hardships in our lives, those things, you know, we, we all say, and we've, I've heard a lot of people say, well, everything happens for a reason. Uh, and, and I, I kind of believe that, uh, I kind of also believe that we bring things on ourselves sometimes that maybe shouldn't have happened. Um, but we should all learn from every one of those things and we should all become better people, uh, heartache, uh, uh, scars, pain, all of these things build us and, and build character and make us better people, I believe. The book is God, Family, Country, uh, memoir by Craig Morgan. You got Blake on the front. Morgan's memoir will move you. That's serious. He didn't even make a joke. Blake Shelton said that. Morgan's? Well, I didn't put memoir. the rest of it on there. Oh, you left the rest? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys check it out. Um, we're going to talk about music in a second. Yeah. But I would definitely I so. wanted to spend this whole segment talking about the book. It is a great book. And again, it talks about all of that, your faith, your family, and uh, not only what, and it's going to sound like John F. Kennedy, what you've done for the country, but what the country's done for you, honestly. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of that. Amen. I, I say that a lot. You know, the, the military, 
I, I don't. I wasn't near as good for the military as the military was for me. Well, I hope everybody orders it on Amazon, or if you do go buy one of those, and if they have like walls, and you walk in a door and you buy a book. Is it a bookstore? <laughs> book is that what it's store. called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go into a bookstore. <laughs> it's called God Family Country by Craig Morgan. Uh, I like your pants. What, what kind of pants you got there? I don't know. You don't know? What it's are those? Like? My wife bought and made me dress up. What do you mean? Those are awesome pants. I don't know. They're not jeans. <laughs> how, does that, how does that make you feel when I say I like your pants? It didn't bother me it's at all. It's a compliment, all. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think those are awesome pants. I like that they're, they're like stretchy. Should I not be complimented? Well, that's the debate here on this show. Eddie saw someone with good pants, and he said, I don't want to say something. That'd be weird. And I was like, why not just say you like their pants? I like yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I think there's nothing wrong I with I like that. Craig's pants. Yeah, no, I saw that. that was How did very, you feel when I, when well, I said that? It, it, was, it wasn't awkward. I think the way you did it was kind of- Because I do like them. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it was pretty I didn't honest. Say they, <laughs> I didn't say, man, those pants fit you well. I didn't say anything like that. <laughs> well, Bobby, can I tell you what girls do to take it next level if they like a pants and the girl doesn't know? They'll check the tag. Oh, oh, so go check the but tag, bones. Oh, I'm not checking your tag. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like Craig's such a manly man, he might not have underwear on. I'll be honest with you. Just, so, I'm a, what, what? I always love that boxers or briefs, and I'm like, oh, neither. That's what I thought he said. <laughs> if, it, if it weren't for the fact so many of you in the room, I probably wouldn't have any pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. Here we are. Here we are. Craig Morgan. I'm kidding. Uh, so I got a couple things to talk to you about. Uh, first of all, we, we mentioned on this show when you had posted that you had a bunch of Adele CDs at your show? Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're doing a show and obviously you're selling merch. And, yeah. and some of the merch is music and you cut it open, box cut or whatever. And it's just literally Adele CDs? Correct. How, like a whole box? No, like uh, four or five boxes. So my guys stopped to pick up our merchandise before we left. And, you know, they don't open it and check everything because on the tag it said Craig Morgan... You know, uh, God, Family, Country, the title of the album. So they just stick the boxes in un, in the truck or under the bus or whatever, and, and they come and got me like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> like, what? You know, we got the CDs. I'm like, thank God, because we sold out. You know, it had been like two or three shows, and we didn't have CDs, and that's a big deal. Uh, and and they're like, oh, we finally got them. And they're like, you're not going to believe this. They pull it out, and it's an Adele CD, so that somehow they had got mislabeled. So. so did Adele get a bunch of Craig Morgan? She's like, what in the bloody <laughs> hell? <over there?" laughs> I don't know. I'd have probably sold more if Adele had put them out there. <laughs> did you end up, A, selling them, the Adele ones? Or were people like, this is just weird? No, A, I didn't because I, I, I didn't know. I was afraid somebody might get like, you know. It's hilarious. You I should have signed them. Would yeah. you like an Adele? Yeah. One, one of a kind, Adele CD signed by Craig Morgan. We did think about that. Yeah, and then two, We thought about it. Do you send them, like, do you get that money, do you, do you still get your CDs at some point? I think Jerry just, when we got back, he took them back and exchanged them for our CDs. They, they realized their mistake. This would have been the greatest PR duet setup ever <laughs> if all of a sudden, because you know how people fake stuff to set up yeah. duets. All of a sudden in three weeks you're launching it. Like that an, was for an Adele real. duet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're out doing these shows. Is it hard for you? Because a lot of your songs are so emotional. A lot of them are so I'm watching people cry every show. Every time I see you, you're doing a song that's either about... Your family, your faith, your country. It's basically your book, yeah. but it, you have all these songs. I feel like there are people crying at every Craig Morgan show. Yeah, so I don't do them all at every show. Uh, I got to be honest, like uh, especially the father, my son, Holy Ghost. Uh, I don't do that all the time. I've, I don't know that I've ever done it at a like the big festivals, the fairs where there's 30,000 
20,000 drunk people. <laughs> probably wouldn't roll. And you probably, he'd get mad that people are talking drunk during it. No, you know, I'm not that guy, too. I'm not the guy that stands on stage and tells everybody to shut up and listen. You know, because people are having a good time, man. And, and, and I think sometimes we take ourselves too serious up there. And, and that's what we're there for, is to entertain them and allow them to have fun. And if I'm music in the background of their conversation, uh, then that's cool. Uh, I mean, they're paying good money to come see me, so they're allowed to talk if they want to. But. Did you ever play bars where people were just living their life and you were just the background music? You're, you're going to laugh. I never played a bar in my life until after I got a record deal. And why would they send you back to a bar after you got a record deal? Uh, money. Oh, Get yeah. Paid. You just needed to work? Yeah, I did it for the work, yeah. In, in your book, you talk about how hard it was to leave service. Yeah. I mean, it was just as a person, it was hard. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> would you... People ask me how I transitioned from you yeah. know, the military to the music. Now, I, I, I always say I'm working on it. Would you go back if you could? In a heartbeat, if, if, especially if I could do what I did. And, and in, a, in a combat situation. Now, let me say this. I wouldn't want to go back just to go hang out, and you know, although I love and miss a lot of that. But if they said, hey, we got this going on in this part of the world, and we need you to come in, I'd be gone in a heartbeat. You ever been a spy? I would leave in a heartbeat to go do that. No, I've never been a. I've never been a spy. You answered that fishy. Uh, I'm just gonna move off. <laughs> or is he, he a he spy right he didn't now? Answer, yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, no. I've worked with spies. Yeah, and you've worked on, you know, in your like book. really, like real spy people. And that, I mean, it, I, when I was writing this book, I was like, I forgot, man, that we did that. Like, I was the first artist to play at the U.S. Embassy in Iraq when it reopened. Mm. But I wasn't really there just to do a show. My show was a cover for the agency and various other governmental organizations to bring in the new government for Iraq. And it was just cool as it could be. Who's your favorite spy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't Wait, Don't but so that. how long goes by until you can say that? Well, apparently about uh, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, he just did. <laughs> okay. well, like, yeah, a lot of the stuff, we, we, when Jim and I were writing this, there were other stories that we submitted uh, and they were like, uh, we don't know if we should discuss that. Because the big thing, here's how we knew it was okay. That when the, especially with the agency, when I would submit something and I was talking about Panama and for one, I'm talking about 1989. I mean, you know, that's a long time ago. Half the crap that the military had don't even exist anymore. So we weren't giving away any governmental uh, secrets or nothing like that, but we was talking about an operation that involved the agency. Uh, and all they would say was we neither, we can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, and like, okay, fair enough. That's cool. And then there would be one and go, we would, we would, we definitely oppose the truth of this. Uh, so you're like, oh, okay, can't say that. Well, the book that I got was an early version. It, it, was, it was all redacted. <laughs> it's all black lines all the way through it. Half of it was. <laughs> I want to play the new song. We're going to have you hang out for a little bit, but I want to play the new song here. It's called How You Make a Man. And yeah. again, when it's, this is a, a poignant, emotional song. Uh, I don't know. Like, what do you say about this? What do you say about this before you play it in a concert? Well, you know, b being a new song, I just say, hey, this is my new single. I want to know if you like it, because if you don't, I don't want the radio stations to play it. If you do like it, call them and wear them out, and I'll give you Bobby Bones' cell phone. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. Just hit him. Call him. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and, then, and then afterwards, I tell him, you know, I, I believe it's a song that we need to hear, uh, because it, uh, the chorus of this song just hammers me. You run, you crawl, you rise, you fall. You hit your knees until you learn to stand. That's how you make a man. Uh, I mean, and that's, that's life, man. You gotta, sometimes you gotta fall. 
and 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 I think in today's time, it seems like everybody's scared of scratching their knees. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want to get hurt. And love, you know, it's like the same thing with love. Uh, I don't want to get my heart broke. Man, you're not going to experience real love if you if it haven't have it broke a little bit. You know. And I feel like when you say how to make a man. And man, it could be a man or a woman. Like when Absolutely. I hear, when and I, I do song, say that. Yeah. This isn't just about a, a, a man. It's about a human. It's how you make people. It's how you make good people. You have a lot going on right now, but what I want to know, you've done a lot of things. You've been a lot of places all over the world. You've seen some stuff. You can tell us some you can't. You've seen good stuff, bad stuff. Do you believe there are aliens? Uh, I believe there I think there definitely could be other life forms, but I don't know that it matters. <laughs> Do you think, because some of these guys are, are saying that come out of this special part of the government that mm-hmm. is over UFOs, it doesn't have to be aliens, it's just something that's not identified. They're like, we can't tell you everything because you'll freak out. What do you translate that to mean? I think people don't need to know everything. It could be, <laughs> I'm just making stuff up here. Uh, China has a technology that we don't have maybe, and that would freak us out too. Could that be a thing? I, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. What do you know? I know that I'm fascinated that we walk around in our lives as if nothing is going on except what we're doing. I agree with that. Yeah. And it's a big old world and it's a big old universe. And But I also have a lot of faith in God and I know that he's in charge. And ultimately, this is temporal for me. We're here for a while, some longer than others. Uh, and I look forward to the time that it's that i'm in a life that is not temporal that i'm living up there i hope mine's way longer than all you guys, <laughs> you guys probably will be. i want to be like 200 i'm telling you man i want to i i want to live until i just can't i want to be one of those people that's like on instagram and they're like 130 year old golfer it's a ball and it looks real sad but you're also yeah. like it's really cool yeah. like that's what i want to be yeah how's your health everything good oh great man yeah, are you still biking 50 miles a, a, mm, no i'm not I, well, I, I would love to be but i'm just so busy right now no, i'm still running quite a bit and I bike when I can. We've gotten into the mountain biking. Uh, oh, you is, wrecked that, man. That's it, bad. It's dude. worse, yeah. 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 So no 50-mile bike ride Saturdays anymore? No. How about steak night? Still have steak night, absolutely. Is it still Tuesdays? Uh, yes, uh, because I can't eat steak on Friday. But yes, when I'm home with my wife, we do steak. I grill the steak. You can't eat steak on Friday. We don't eat, we don't, uh, we don't eat meat on Fridays. Like all year long or just during Lent? Like all year long. That's why they have fish Fridays in school. Did you know that? Uh-uh. No, I didn't know that was why. That's how, that's how impacting uh, Christianity used to be in our society. They didn't have fish. I mean, they had fish on Fridays because they didn't want, they had an, as an option for those people who didn't eat meat on Friday. In Arkansas, you couldn't buy beer on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like that. Now you can. But, yeah. <laughs> Thank but God. For a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ain't nothing like a beer after church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, how are you juggling it all right now? Because you're doing book promo, you got a new song, you're playing shows, I see you at the Opry. How are you juggling it all? Man, I have a wonderful team of people and I have a a superstar of a wife. My wife really just kind of keeps everything in check. Um, Yeah. Does she ever tell you a song's not good? Oh, every day. Oh, 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 that's easy. <laughs> Unvoluntarily. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she don't care, man. She don't like my, she, if she don't like it, I mean, y'all, but the truth is I don't really, and in fact, I love it when my wife says, that's not good. Guaranteed hit. Guaranteed hit. She oh. Didn't, oh it's, she didn't really? like Redneck Yacht Club. She didn't like International Harvester. Yeah. Okay. What song gets the loudest sing back at shows? Um, well, it depends on where I'm at. If I'm in the Midwest, no question, International Harvester's, I mean, it's a, People go absolutely ballistic. 
And, and it's at the as soon as we start that tractor noise, you know, they just go nuts. They know. Uh, in the southeast, Redneck Yacht Club seems to be one of the bigger ones. That's what I love about Sunday. No matter where we're at, seems to draw real well. Man, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like universally, that's the one. Yeah. I mean, it was a big song. It still is. I mean, and it's a it's one of those that I feel like it's timeless. You know, no matter what happens forever, that song will be a song that can be played. You can all, also picture all the people on the song, even if that's not yeah. the same name. You can just picture. You know, I went to Mount Pine Baptist Church, and I could all I could see all Miss Betty singing off key. All of every. Oh yeah. Just even though it wasn't Miss Betty, you know, <laughs> I, I, all those people are kind of you know assigned to our life in a certain certain way. Yeah. Um, a listener called us and said he'd like to have you play his wedding, and I sent you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember. About, I asked you about this. He yeah. said, "How much to get Craig Morgan to play my wedding?" And I, you, I said, "You probably how much I tell him? Two hundred fifty thousand bucks. I think it's two fifty. Remember." Is it just? Am that's I, a fair it, number. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I don't even need the number. It's a fair number for a wedding. I've only ever done one wedding. Do you sing when they come down the aisle, or are you the after? Like the after party. We, like I said, I've only ever done it one time, and I will. I swore I would never do it again. Uh, this is the truth. After, after the party, after the, <laughs> they were married. Okay. They got married, and it was. I mean, tons of tons of money. They paid me a fortune. We come in, we do the wedding. After the wedding, I hear on the bus door. And I'm like, Jerry, see what's what's up. And we're on my bus. The band's on the other bus. The lady comes to the bus and she says, my husband gave me a hall pass. (gasps) Oh, no way. Hey, my tour manager's standing out there. Stand up, Jerry. Tell him if I'm telling the truth, yes or no. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, no. I said, lock the door and go get Jim Ed, the fiddle player. He's got to take one for the team. Uh, that that's funny and awkward. Um, in the book, you talk about Craig Greer yep. being a stage name. Yep. So let so who told you not to use that his stage name? Uh, well, Garth didn't tell me not to use my last name. Uh, he just said you you will uh, you will have a better private life if you're not using your real name. Um, and he and he was right. You know, of course, this was all before the influx of social media. And now it's weird because even though I am Craig Morgan, uh, I'm still Craig. My, my, that's actually my middle name, Craig Morgan Greer. Uh, so it, when, when discussing the, with the label, they're like, wow, Morgan's great. Let's just go with Craig Morgan, you know. Uh, and he was right. For a long time, like people knew, didn't, couldn't find me. They didn't know where I lived. Not that it really mattered, but, but they couldn't. Well, now, man, they, you can do enough research and they all know my, my real last name, but I mean, I don't know that it really matters. I think they also know I hunt and I'm a good shot, so yeah. nobody just shows up. <laughs> Anybody ever look at your ID and you're they're like, wait, you look like the, the it's not oh, yeah. it's not you, but you look like the Craig Morgan guy. Yes, so I did a hunt uh, one time, and the DNR came to the show afterwards because they had seen that we were hunting, and my they could not they could not find a hunting license for Craig Morgan, so they come there to talk to me about it. And I'm like, oh, that's not my real name. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> okay, look, you, you got it all out there. It's it, The book's great. I hope everybody, if you're looking for a, a great book to read, uh, God, Family, Country, it's out. It's a lot of Craig stories. It's, it's a wonderful book, and there's a lot of uh, really personal stuff, really inspirational stuff. Um, oh, I hope people just give it a chance. If you love country music, it's one thing. You'll, you'll love it. But if you, if you just love America, I mean, it's that, it's that kind of book. Like well, you finish it and you read about all that you've done. It's like there's an appreciation for you that I didn't have. I mean, I kind of liked you before you came in and I read the book, but now I really like you. You know what I mean? <laughs>
Uh, and then also Craig's new song, <laughs> How You Make a Man. It's out as well. Uh, I appreciate you coming in. It's always good to see you. You're one of our favorite guests. And next time you want to come by and bring some Adele CDs, we're, we're here. I will, buddy. Yeah. And I appreciate you as well. Right. We still got to get you to Alaska. We, I, I am not doing that. <laughs> it's you not that to. I don't want to go to Alaska. I've never been to Alaska. I'm not doing your track. <laughs> you got to. You land man. in like a small plane, then you walk across ice, and then you, there's like four bears you got to dodge. The first three are good. <laughs> no. The fourth one's mean. So you got to know what that is. Then you got a somersault. Through. It's like, Craig, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really not that bad. It's like no motorized vehicles. We hike through the woods. <laughs> what is that, like three blocks? It's 72 miles. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're exactly. Then he sent a picture of his cabin. He's like, check it out. And I'm like, where's the Wi Fi? He goes, oh, we don't have any. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have running water? Yeah, you run down to the lake, fill up a bucket, and run back. <laughs> All right, Craig Morgan. There he is. All Thank right, Craig. Man. Good to see you, buddy. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. We didn't have an employee of the month for August, so we had an employee of the month this week for August and September, and it was an unexpected win for someone. They didn't even know they were in the running. I'll just say that without giving too much away. And of course, somebody else was very disappointed with the way it went. Number four. Time for the Bobby Bone Show Employee of the Month. Woo! 
We didn't do it last month because it landed during a vacation week and it wasn't a full full month. Yeah. But it's time to crown the employee of the month for August and September. It's a two-monther oh, here. Oh, wow. Come on. Wow, wow, It's time to recognize the member of the show who's brought the best content, best storylines, overall has shined more than anyone else in the room. The last employee of the month was Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah. Wow, wow. Could I two-peat? You, could you two? That's called a repeat. <laughs> no, Whatever. You, repeat is Whatever. A repeat. I mean, you already yeah. know it's over. So if I call your name, that means you did not win. You give your speech that you would have oh, given. Yeah. Hey, Eddie. What's up? You did not win. Yeah, (laughs) because it's hard to repeat. You did not two-peat, so (laughs) read your speech you would have read. Dang, man. My speech was good, too. (laughs) I I was going to say, guys, look, there is no I in Employee of the Month. Hold on. I double-checked. There's no I. there's no I in Employee of the Month. You thought I was going to say team, but it's not team. There is no I in Employee of the Month. We're not here just to celebrate me. It takes all of us to make this boat float. That's why sometimes I let you guys win games. Oh, But you know what? It's not about me. It's about all of us. So thank you for this amazing award. Everyone, give yourself a pat on the back because you deserve this as much as I do. And you know what? One of them deserves it more. All right, there he is, Eddie. He did not get an employee of the month. All right, Morgan, you hold right there. Oh. Amy, you did not win employee of the month. Read your speech, please. This whole show takes everyone to function. I'm pretty sure there's like 13 people, including all the producers. So that's a lot of people contributing. But, you know, if I did something to, you know, stand out a little more these last two months, I'll take it. And I am honored to take it. But yes, on behalf of everybody. We have 13 people? Yeah, that's I can't. This show should sound a lot better. I'll be I honest with you. I don't even know. How many count? Well, you I mean, count I, the other room. Not the glass room, okay, but the so other room. Okay, so people working on the countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people editing the podcast. Like, to make the whole show function. Got it. Scuba, wow. what are you doing with your fingers over there? 12, not 13. Well, that's not that big of a hey, difference. One, Scuba's like two, flipping out. Three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay, it really doesn't matter. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. I can't. Is there someone die. else you know, Amy? <laughs> and she's also not. Hey, lunchbox. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not. I'm still in it. I'll hang around. Whatever. Right lunchbox. <laughs> I'm hanging. Hang around. I know. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me. I already know. I already got my seat. Ray, you did not win. Go. Uh, my wife just had uh, her resume get done for her new job, so she said, you need to touch up yours. And she said, there's no sparkle really with it. Well, Baser. I got that sparkle. Put this on my resume. It's employee of the month for August and September on the nationally syndicated Bobby Bone Show. Is there more? I guess not. Oh, okay. I was waiting. You know, sometimes an artist will finish a song. We're like, are they done? <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. Huh? Hey, Abby. Yeah. You did not win. <laughs> do you have a speech? I do. Go yeah. Ahead. Okay, one thing that I've learned these past two months is that quitting won't get you anywhere. Whether it's singing in a bar downtown or in blind karaoke or being on dating apps, you have to keep going. So that's what I encourage everyone listening to do. Never give up. And Bobby said it best. Fail until you don't. That's right. Good, good, good. Hey, Morgan, you didn't win. Oh. Ah! Hold on. Wait. 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 We got to come back to you. There's still scuba. Morgan, go ahead. Morgan, go ahead. Oh, man. From millennial movie reviews to providing entertainment by eating all of the disgusting foods in Elder vs. Millennial, I felt this was a great month for me. Thank you for seeing and recognizing that hard work team because I couldn't do it without you. I appreciate (laughs) you. There it is. There it is, Morgan. Yeah! And Lunchbox. I am the winner! (laughs) All right. Wait, 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 wait. What? Don't just start. Oh. Lunchbox. Yeah. Feel like you've had a pretty good last couple of months. Yeah, crushed it. 
<laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Just keep on coming with accolades. The employee of the month this month is Mike D. Oh! What? He's Wait, good job, money. Mike D. Uh, Lunchbox, go ahead and read your speech. Mike didn't even know he was up for the award, but Lunchbox, go ahead. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Uh-huh. Oh, it's me again, Employee of the Month. <laughs> Have you missed me? You thought I was gone, but I keep coming back and coming back, and maybe it's because I'm riding my bike, so I'm fresh in the morning. You guys are cooped up in your car. I got the breeze blowing in my hair, and it's making my mind free. And you know what? One day, you'll be like me. Oh, oh you tried to rhyme that, huh? I did. I tried. Yeah, stumbled I a little bit. I like, I like I the effort, though. That was good. But you had a really good last couple of months. I'll be honest with you. Dang it! I know. I didn't, you weren't even eligible. I know. I know. He wasn't eligible, and we worked together. And Mike did. Mike actually said Lunchbox had a great month. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Mike knows I deserve it. But this is sort of like I when think, I think I know Mike the, deserves it. I know this is like. Go ahead. It's like you can't give the MVP award to Michael Jordan every time. You no, got to make the other players in the NBA feel oh. okay. Oh. Yeah. No, that, that's why Barkley won. <laughs> Mike, right. you did not know you're up for it. What would you like to say? You are now employee of the month. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, I didn't even know I was eligible. I don't really like getting any kind of recognition for the show. I just like working to provide great content. So this is awesome. I didn't even think I would be up for this. We had a couple of emergency situations, and Mike was there. Every, like, okay, we'll do this, we'll do that. I was out of town. I mean, nobody covered like Mike did, and I don't think he gets enough recognition. So the employee of the month, Mike D, everybody. Yeah. First time ever. Now, Mike, you get to choose. Would you like to spin the wheel of cash? Because on this wheel of cash, there's a thing from $1 to $100. And if you land on spin again times three, you get three times what it lands on. Or would you like self-promotion for 15 seconds? Or you can take someone out of the running for next month. Ooh, that'd be fun. All are good options. I've never been able to spin the wheel, so let's spin that wheel. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Mike, you win that money. Let's spin, spin that wheel! Uh-oh, uh-oh. Mike. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, that was $1. Spin again. Amy, we uh, don't. Well, we, we, what? Spin we bent the times. rules. Mike didn't even know Good point. Let's spin <laughs> that wheel! Oh, there it is. You got come it. Come on, come on, 100. Oh, yeah! Okay, Mike, you can take that $21 total. Yeah. And you can just take it and go home. Or you can risk it all for two spins. Whoa! Take the money, bro. Hey, I may never get this chance again, so let's spin again. Whoa! Two spins. Here we go. Let's spin it. Yeah! Come on, 100. Come on, 100. Is there a bankrupt on the wheel? Come on, 100. Oh, my God. No. One away that from one hundred dollars. Blow, blow, blow on it. That is, that is on the line. Get one more spin, Mike. Okay. I feel do you want to keep the twenty-one or do you want to spin again? No, no, no. That's so close. I feel it coming. Let's spin that wheel. One hundred. Wow. Bankrupt. Give me the Benjamin. Oh. Oh. All right. Mikey, you walk away with one dollar. How do you feel? I feel pretty good about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Our employee of the month for September and August. It's Mike D. Yeah. All right. Great job. Great job. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. 
super exciting stuff for Amy. She started a new hobby. She is taking acting classes, and yes, they are in person, unlike Lunchboxes, who are still on the internet post-COVID. We're not really sure about that situation, but she shared why she's doing it and how fun it's been for her. So, hey, she's showing you that picking up a new hobby just like I picked up gymnastics in my adult age, and she's picking up acting classes now. You can do anything. If you want to do something, just go do it. Your age doesn't matter. So I'm just telling y'all right now, pretty fun. It can motivate you to do something you've been wanting to do. But, you know, there's also in here where um, Lunchbox is a little bit confused by what's happening. Number three. Okay, I didn't know when to get to this, so we're just going to do it right now. I know it's not going to be comfortable. And for me, it's fine, but it's Amy who's not going to be comfortable. Uh, Amy, have something to tell Lunchbox that he's not going to want to hear? Uh-oh. Something that you've been up to? Yeah. Go ahead. I don't even know how to say it. Well. Will you want to say it for me? Do you want me to say, uh, <laughs> Lunchbox, you've been doing something in your free time. Mm-hmm. You've been working. On Zoom. You've been working at something. I've been acting. Yeah, you've been acting. Yeah, and, I, and I'm acting. Yeah, I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. So I built a ramp for you, Amy, so go ahead. Okay. Well, so you know how I'm in a movie coming up. A Christmas movie. It comes out on Thanksgiving Day. A big acting role on HBO Max. It's called Holiday Harmony, and I'm very excited about it. I flew to L.A. and filmed it back in May and was on set for hours, way more time than I thought I was going to be on there. And I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. And they even talked about how one of their last Christmas movies went to sequel. Like, there was part one and part two the next year. And that if this movie goes to sequel, they said, we'd love to have you back. And I had no acting experience or coaching or anything going into that one. So I was incredibly nervous and I thought, well, if there is a sequel, I want to be prepared. And then also I had so much fun. Like what if I could audition for other things? Oh, stop it. See what stop, happens. It. stop what? Stop what? So don't tell me you started auditioning I, for crap. I started, well, not yet, but I started in person uh, with acting lessons. Wow! Like not That's not great. Zoom, but yeah. and um, Amy, you're taking this a little too seriously. You weren't. You probably weren't good in your movie. Let's. You might I mean, want to wait. You haven't seen it. That's what I'm saying. Let us see I, the reviews. Like we know that but you're not even in a movie. Why are you? I'm, I'm in Bad Out of Hell this weekend in Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a live action. They it's trust a stage me. Stage show. Yeah, hers is going to be on HBO Max. Yeah. But they trust me not to mess up. There is no. Oh, you know, if you mess up, we can do it again. They know that my acting skills are so good that they said, you know what, we're going to put you in a live. Performance. I think it was Bad a, Out of Hell. I think it was kind of a pro- promotion. Live, live, uh, <laughs> live performance this weekend at the Paris Casino, Bad Out of Hell, Saturday night. Come see me if you're in Las Vegas. How Let's many go. lines do you have? I have at least three lines. At least. At least three lines. Amy, I think Multiple it's cool. scenes. Okay, hold on. Well, this is about Amy for Bad a second. Bad Out of Hell. I think this is really cool. You, you're now in person <laughs> taking acting lessons. Yeah, if anything, just to challenge myself. Uh, I don't know what I'll do with it, but I thought I had some discouraging thoughts in my brain. I'm 41. Why would you even try to do that? You know, you're so stupid. Those kind of thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then I, so that made me want to sign up even more. What's it like? I, it's, well, yesterday I did a, a, a script read over and over and over. My character was Shannon. Her name's Shannon. And I was talking to a, a homeless girl. She didn't have a name. Her name was just girl. And we would go back and forth and back and forth. And I just really, a lot of breathing before we start doing work because she wants you to be able to tap into your emotion, your feelings deep inside. So actually it's pretty therapeutic. Do we have audio of you acting? Because I mean, I'd like to hear it. No, I haven't recorded oh, any okay. of it yet. But So Lunchbox is still on Zoom though. How come you started immediately in person and he's still reading Cheers on she, Zoom? She went she didn't do the same classes I did. She didn't start during the pandemic. She like Lunchbox has a script of Alf from like 91 and he just reads that. Are you learning 
I don't know, but I feel incredibly blessed because I found out this person that I was able to connect with. Like, I, she wasn't name dropping or anything, but coincidentally, she works with a lot of people in town we know. <laughs> and really? I'm like, what? That's like crazy. Who? John not, Party? Uh, mm-hmm. Jake Owen? Well, John Party had any. Well, I John mean, already said her name before, mm-hmm. so I feel fine saying that, but there's other people Jake too. Jake was in a big movie, had yeah. a big role in a movie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. Let's, hey. as far as acting experience. Hey, congratulations. Goes, hold on a second. Amy. Here we go. Acting experience. I think I probably am the leader here. You are. Uh, the movie band slam, like three episodes in Nashville, where I actually had real lines, right? I, but I do not consider myself an actor. Um, secondly, is probably, probably me. Amy, because Whoa. Amy is in an HBO, a movie, a streaming platform. Uh, I was in Friday Night Lights. You didn't I, have a line. You're an extra. And I, they over, they dubbed you I like was, a, uh, someone's voice over your voice. Maybe Morgan. Morgan did a lot of stage work. Uh, whoa, hello. That is true. So until say- your movie comes out, Amy, we're going to go Morgan sitting yeah, number two yeah, in the yeah. power rankings of what? acting. And then Amy's at three. And Lunchbox is at four. Anybody else have any acting experience at all? In high school. I was a oh. hell of an actor. Really? Yeah, what, the stage. What, what Because I did stay. I did Grease. Phantom of the Opera. Little Shop of Horrors. Wow. Oh, Eddie if, might be ahead of Lunchbox. I think I did to- Adventures of Tom Sawyer. He doesn't even know. He's Now he's just making things oh, up. Guys, I there think were so I many have, plays. If so you're such plays. an actor, you know what you've been in. Okay, so power rankings of actors. Me? Mm-hmm. Mm, for now, Morgan. What has Morgan done? Morgan, tell our lunchbox what you I've did. I've been in Wizard of Oz, Boom. Annie. When? I did stuff when? out of college when I was in Wichita Theater. Oh, oh she did Wichita Theater wow, straight up. Cool. Wow. She was part of a company. Wow. Weren't you R2D2 too? I did yeah. play R2D2. Okay, so let me get power rankings. Me, Morgan, <laughs> Amy. Ooh, Eddie and Lunchbox. I'm There's put, no way, I'm Eddie. Put Eddie, a little bit over you. Yeah, you're you're crazy. School, I, I was in Friday Night Lights. You were. I was extra. in a Chris Jansen music video. I was in. <laughs> I'm going to be in Bad Out of Hell on Saturday. Eddie, Eddie has done did his nothing. Own music videos. That's we right. Music videos. A lot of Rage Against videos. No, no, no you play music. That's not acting. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Bad Out of Hell. We'll we'll look at the footage and let you know. But Amy, wow. I'm super proud of you. Keep stretching yourself. Thank you. I'm stretch, proud of stretch. myself too because I was about to talk myself out of it. No limits. Yeah. You're straight up masterpiece. No limit soldier. And I like that. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. There's obviously segments that air on the show, but then there's rejected segments that also air on the show. These rejected segments are things that got pitched to be on the show, but they never made it. And yet we still find a way to talk about them in this segment, rejected segments. And you guys love to hear the crazy ideas we came up with. And I'm telling you, one of these in here is pretty crazy. And if we did it, I think I would have cried if it would have happened. So very glad it's rejected. Number two. It's time for a segment about segments, and all these segments were rejected segments. Rejected segments. So you guys sent these in, and I was like, oh, we can never do that. For one reason or another, either somebody's going to die, it's horribly boring. Mostly those are the only two parameters. (laughs) It's one of the two. Number five. This one's called Shave It to Save It, and Mike D sent this in. We tell everybody we're going to do another Bobby Bone Show show and tell where the goal is to have everybody bring a prized item of their own they're proud of to tell a story. Something they love. Something that's one of a kind. What no one else knows is that there's a twist. After we present all of our items, we let everyone know that their object will be destroyed unless they agree to shave a body part. Whoa. What? Oh my that's God. intense. And then we spin the wheel and whatever body part lands on, you shave. And then you get your <laughs> item back. No way. <laughs> Whoa. That's like, like next that level one. stuff. He should be writing scripts. Yeah. Not, not these games. Uh, shave it to save it. Rejected segments. Number four. From Raymundo. He said, hey, can we do a segment? Because I've been having some break-ins near my apartment. I need a weapon. And so he wanted to talk about this. Ray, what, what was your question? Yeah, Bazer's not comfortable with a gun. She thought maybe she may shoot me if she got terrified or something. And I came in from work or something. And so I was wondering, what would you recommend? We were talking knives. Is it a bat? Is it somewhere where I could swing a club? What exactly would you do if it was your situation? Well, me specifically, I do have guns, right? But if I were you and I did not want to have a gun, and I understand that fear, I think unless you were raised or trained with a weapon, you probably shouldn't just have one to have one because a lot of bad things can happen there. I think a baseball bat's good. You should put it maybe under the bed. Strategically, we've got a few places in the house where I have different things I could grab at a moment's notice. Machete, spear. Yeah, machete. I have those. Where are you going to put that? And secondly, Uh, somebody else is going to get cut. (laughs) But yes, golf club, baseball bat. Um, You can even do a paintball gun, honestly. Oh, paintball gun. That's a great idea. Because that will scare the crap out of someone. <laughs> and it's going to hurt. But that's one, too. The paint then j- just goes old after a while. So you almost... And then they're easy to catch because they got paint all over them. Good call. Oh, wow, Amy, that's Next good. Level. Paintball gun. So, I mean, we're doing the rejected segment now. But I think those are the options. You just have to keep the paint separate. Wasp okay. spray. And then quickly, you get you open the, the little... On the top of the, the paintball gu- the holder. And you pour it in. That's awesome. 
That's why I do paintball games. That's good, man. Cool. All right, next one up. Let's go number three. Rejected segment. Oh. Number three. Number three is also from Mike D. He says there was a story about a, a, a soccer player named Cristiano Ronaldo getting Botox injections down, down there. Down where? Down there. Down there. He got Botox injections down there so that it looks better down what? there, right? So his idea was for all the guys, the wheel of Botox, the loser gets Botox down there. This what is, is he talking about? Yeah, I don't even understand. I don't understand what Botox does down there, so it makes things get bigger, it. right? No, I think Doesn't it, it puff no, your lips. No, like, no that is no, that's, no, that's, that's uh, filler. I see the girls with the big lips. That is not a good thing. Go it's on. so gross. It's, I, I don't know a single dude that goes, I love some filled lips. No, no you, one says that. I, so it does that to your down there? No, no. it doesn't. Okay. It, it, that's it a relax- different product. Okay. It relaxes the whatever and probably less wrinkles. Yeah. Oh. I'm wrinkle free. So we spin the wheel and whoever it lands on has to get Botox <laughs> down there. That's so dumb. My that's why it was rejected. That's why it was rejected. Right. Rejected segment. Oh. Next one up. <laughs> Number two. This one's from Raymundo. Ray says, I've been going to my hair lady for five years and now she's disappeared. And he wanted to talk about that. Right? What happened to her? Uh, usually she texts right away. I'm unable to go to her business. Unless you have an appointment, they don't let you in the front door. It was from COVID, and it's just kept going. I couldn't find her for three, wait, oh, three weeks. We do have an update. She was in Belarus. I found her. I have uh, scheduled an appointment. She is alive and well. What's okay. Belarus? Well, we, glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was boring to talk about then and now, but I didn't know there was an update. <laughs> I thought we were just going to go on a search for his hair person that didn't want to cut his hair anymore. Hey, I'm glad she's okay. And finally, rejected segments. Number one. Lunchbox took audio, went out and recorded, seeing if celebrities get special boarding on airplanes and using yourself as an example. Exactly. Because Ray talked about how some girl from uh, Southern Charm or something got special boarding at the airport. So I was like, well, I'm flying. Let's see if they'll let me on specially. (laughs) Specially. How long is this clip, Ray? 30 seconds. Okay, here we go. Excuse me. I just had a question real quick. Is there is there like a special like boarding process for like celebrities? Like do you like save a seat or where we get on first or we get we get to pick when we get on? I mean, what's your boarding position? No, no, no. Why? Well, I, I don't know. I don't I'm I don't really I usually fly private, so I'm just I'm not used to this. So, so. it's open seating, so you board by your groups. But even for celebrities, like, you know, like, do you wait? Like, if I say, oh, I want seat C, C, A1, no, you, you call ahead, and no. then that way. You just, you can pay for upgraded boarding. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> she had no time. She had no time. It was really busy. She wanted none of your nonsense. I mean, I cut in line to ask that. He said, I usually fly I private. Usually fly private. <laughs> so how many times in the past, I don't know, year have you flown private? Zero. Yeah. Year five years last. I'm just walking, I'm walking our listeners through this. Zero, okay, just making sure here. Uh, so that was the final rejected segment, (laughs) but that means it was number one, so it was the closest to making it. That is crazy that that southern charm person had their seat saved. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, people do that, that's what I was trying to figure out. And you do it in a weird way, you're like, Hey, let me ask you a question. It's a question. I'm gonna gonna ask this this question. Let's just say I got a question, a question, and then you're like, if we want to get a seat, say it, it just confuses people. Well, I mean, she was trying to walk away. I think she if you just called like an 800 number and asked the question, like, hey, I have a high profile person that I'm representing. What would we do to make sure they don't get swamped? I think that's Ooh, probably that's the way to do it. To yeah. get information. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know. I was just I was at the airport and I was like, man, might as well ask. I like it. But if you're such a celebrity, people should have been swarming you right then. 
Ozzy in a different city, man. It, she didn't even get what? curious. But your celebrity is only... No, it just depends what city. It was one of my cities that I'm not, I guess... One of your cities. Yeah, yeah. that I, I wasn't big in. Yeah. Belarus, by any chance? Ah, no, not <laughs> Belarus. Okay. All right, there you go. That is Rejected uh, Segment. Rejected Segments. Oh. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. And, of course, in that number one spot this week, Amy's psychic cousin, Amanda, came on the show. She answered all kinds of questions, did a reading on Bobby and his life. She also talked about the show, and apparently somebody's going to be leaving in the next year. And she also mentioned who's going to have the better acting career between Amy and Lunchbox. I'm just going to tell you, I believe her. I mean, I don't have any choice but to believe that there's other things that exist that I don't understand. So... I believe her. Lunchbox does not, and that's okay. But listen to it. It's super entertaining, whether you believe it or not. It's all good stuff. If you want to watch it instead, you can also head to bobbybones.com. Number one. Amy, would you like to introduce our audience to who's on with us right now? Oh, yes. Uh, This is my cousin, Amanda, and she's coming to us live from Austin, Texas. Okay, and Amanda has been on the show before where she accurately predicted when I was going to get engaged with no heads up whatsoever, and we sealed it, and then we opened it afterward, and she was right, and I couldn't believe it. And so I've never, Amanda, I've never seen you before. We're on Zoom watching, like we can see her as we're talking. I had no idea you'd look so normal. I'll be honest with you. Well, I mean, I didn't bring my crystal ball today and my cape. I tried to really normalize myself. So. I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that I she looks so normal. I think that's what you said. Something like you thought her hair was going to be wrapped up. I thought she'd a, be Miss Cleo. Yeah. Well, I mean, I need a turban. I forgot it. But, you know, usually I wear a turban. That's how I get all my downloads of information. The only crazy thing happening right now with her is that she is wearing headphones with a cord. Her and Amy both wear from <laughs> like 1996. Like they were in corded headphones Runs here. Runs in the family. Um, so hey, Amanda, it's old school. It's old it's school. It's old school. How often, how many times uh, a week do you do psychic readings for people? Um, About 15. Wow. And so do you ever get in these readings and you cry or they cry because something's happening? Yes. Sometimes I get emotional. People get emotional quite often, um, just a whole fluctuation. But sometimes I get emotional because the way that I receive information, I'm not only seeing it or hearing it or translating it, interpreting it, I feel it. So I can feel it in my body, the expressiveness. So I don't necessarily break down and cry, but I can tear up or I laugh a whole lot. People know when I read, I giggle and it's almost like a a happy kind of opening of energy. And I've expressed this to you before that, you know, I'm not big psychic guy. You know, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not going to mess with it. Like, I'm going to respect it. But I, I'm not someone who just believes in psychics fully. However, you've come on here and you've performed and you've nailed stuff. So what am I going to do? Tell her she's not right? No, I can't do that. Yeah. But I do think it's fun to talk to her. And she's nailed stuff before. So let's see if she can do it again. A uh, couple questions about you. Because Amy said you've been, been able to talk to her mom. Like, are you able to see anybody that has died? Most of the time, most of the time. And usually I tell clients that, uh, you know, loved ones come through. If someone is not coming through, let me know and I will work to communicate with them. And if I can't, I will blatantly let you know. Is it a bad idea to buy a house where someone has been murdered? Uh, It's not a bad idea, but it's really good to be aware so the energy can be cleared. And whether that means praying over it or blessing it or really feeling you are walking into that house to hold space for love, I think being intentional is what's most important. But also having that knowledge that that has happened so you can make that kind of decision. Mm -hmm. 
So if I saw a house and there were like, there's a, eight people were murdered, but 20% off, you'd say it's okay if I bought it? I would be really wary of that. Oh. Because <laughs> we're talking 20% off, I'm probably in the conversation at that hey, point. listen, I love a good deal better than anyone, but eight people murdered is pretty, um, you know, I mean, that would be a crime special. Well, then no more than six is what we're going to say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, cut it off at six. What do you say to people who go, well, if you're a psychic, how come you haven't won the lottery yet? So the way that my gift works, um, you know, that information is not stuff that I want to have because I feel like you're messing with fate a little bit. And I really work to step back and to be able to hold space for people to see their highest and truest light. So my intention is more to reflect someone's self and their highest self and their soul back, facilitate healing rather than create abundance. And we know the stories with the lottery. So I don't I don't really want to mess with all the lottery winners and the kind of the doom and gloom stories that accompany that. I do. Yeah. I'd like to know those numbers, yeah, I'll be honest with you. For sure. And hey, I will tell you this, I'm not the best, like some people are great at locating items, finding things, knowing names specifically, specifics like names and numbers, as far as identifying stuff, that is not, I'm not, I'm not very good at that. That's not my kind of primary gift. Mm, sometimes I miss But I do know people who are actually very, very good at, at those sorts of things, locating items or predicting numbers. Yeah, I misplaced my PS5 controller sometimes and I cannot find it. <laughs> One time I found it in the refrigerator and I just wished I would have had her to go like, where is it? And she, but that's not, that's not your specialty. So CEOs and, you know, business people will, will contact you and ask you questions. What advice to, to heads of business ask? A lot of times it's very normal stuff. You know, when you've reached the top of something and you have so much responsibility people are looking for the next high, the next amount or the next bit of clarity. And so finding their uh, most direct route to their happiness, their peace, their joy, their healing, all the same things that a yoga mom would ask, you know, a soccer mom, CEOs have those questions too. I'm just in disbelief at how normal and cool she looks, guys. I, again, yeah. I expected somebody <laughs> to show up in purple with an orb or like some crazy starry background. Just some, she, just like somebody you'd see at the store. Okay, so Amy's cousin is on. She's a psychic. And I'm going to ask some questions um, professionally about myself. And if you don't know it, you don't see it, you definitely don't have to answer. Don't feel pressured to answer because I'm not sure how the process works. And so a okay. couple of things that I'm curious about. There's been some drama over the past few years professionally with me about me being uh, not allowed to host one of the two big award shows in country music, the ACMs or the CMAs. Now, I don't want you to say yes if you don't see it being a yes, obviously, but will either one of those shows, the ACMs or the CMAs, will they ever let me host a show? Yes. Yes, they will. But it's almost like <laughs> by that time, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle because you're going to have some other things on your plate. And even though I know that you're a big multitasker and you say yes and you show up, it's almost like, okay, this is something I really wanted. And now all of a sudden it's not that important to me. But yes, it does happen. Mm. And I don't know which one. Uh, it actually may be both. At the same time, we combine them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. It's kind of like all or nothing. and But it doesn't have the same, even though you'll do it, and you, I can imagine you do a great job, uh, it's almost like it's lost its lackluster for you. You like the competitive edge. So you kind of like being told no, because it makes you want something that much harder. That's why you've gotten where you are. They're showing me that very clearly. You're not wrong. She's not wrong. My wife says it too. Like, you may want to clarify for listeners when she's saying they're showing me that very clearly. Who is the they? I don't know. You have other family members there? No, she'll explain. Oh, she will explain. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant showing her. Yeah. yeah. Who is they? 
So when I am doing a session, I'm tapping into your highest self and you show up in a very multi-dimensional way. So masculine, feminine, energy, light, memories, all the, all the things. So I've always been, you know, using that non-binary term, they, because it's like a collective of yourself, your soul. So I use they, it's not your spirit guides or your loved one. It is every aspect of you that ever has been or ever will be. Well, I... At this point, will I still, will I ever get into politics? Yes. I think that's in your heart because it's kind of like me talking to those CEOs. You're going to always be craving a new frontier, which is actually part of your lesson in this lifetime to be able to actually be in a space of peace and ease, really finding a baseline and finding your highest joy, you know, um, at, at base camp, sitting outside with, you know, Caitlin and the dogs and just enjoying a fire, those kinds of things, really finding your highest joy, not through achievement is one of your biggest lessons. But yes, will you go for politics? You will, but, and I think I've said this before, but they keep showing me there's a different trajectory than you think in that. And that's coming sooner rather than later, even though it's been postponed somewhat, you have some big changes coming up in the next year and a half and you're actually on the precipice of making decisions around those changes right now and there's fear attached to it because you're like what if i do this and what if it changes my identity and i lose my edge and all the things that you know to be you but it's almost like surrender to win basically saying okay i'm afraid to tr i'm i'm not afraid to try this brave new world this brave new path to say no to actually discontinue some things in order to open up the space and opportunity for new things Oh, I'm going to ask one more career question. Is there, Go ahead. Do you have any idea of what will happen new in my career that will excite me? They're, they're showing me solitary opportunities. Like they're showing me opportunities to be able to own something, to, this is coming through multiple times, to produce something, to be behind the scenes and in front of it. And it's almost like it, it builds a, a different kind of stability, a different kind of authority, a different kind of leadership that you're looking for significance or recognition around. So it's like a production company and um, a network or something where you're behind the scenes and you're not having to show up every day and host and hold space. Okay. Let me ask a couple of life questions here. By the way, Amy's cousin is on with us. Her name's Amanda. Yep. She's psychic. Hmm, what do I... I'm just, I'm sitting on the question if I ask I know, her or not. I'm, I'm nervous. I don't know if I want to ask it. Do I want to, oh, I don't even want to ask Children? That. No, Children? no. I was going <laughs> to ask about, how, well, I live a long life, but I don't think, I, now that I'm in it, I don't think I want to ask it well, anymore. Well, let's just say, like, do people ever ask you that? Like, how, when am I going to die? Um, sometimes, and that's not my gift. I mean, like, as you know, with your dad, I knew he was, Amy, I knew he was really sick. But I don't want to be shown that. You know, my mom is terminally ill right now, and I kind of have a feeling or an impression but I don't really go there. I don't want to be right. And that's that's for God to know. That's for my higher power and God. I, I, I don't pretend to have that kind of authority. I just reflect back what I'm shown. Is there someone around me that I should be weary of or not trust? Yeah, two or three people what the? right now. Wait, Whoa. right two now, two, three? Right, at this, right this second, oh like goodness. in this room? No, not in this, no, not this that's crew all of, of folks. <laughs> no, no, not this crew of folks. But there's some people, a couple of people in your life that you're disassociating from, and you're looking at how to transition that. Evolve it, evolve it. Mm, who should I fire? <laughs> Lunchbox? <laughs> I don't think me. Okay. Uh, no, it's okay. not Lunchbox. Oh. No. Boom, see, I'm clear, Eddie. You're clear, Lunch, you're clear. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. What do my dogs want me to know about them? Oh, 
<laughs> well, there's there's one that is super resilient, um, and it's like nine lives, like a cat. One of your dogs is like a cat. It's like, you know, kind of going through the ringer over and over, and it's like requires a lot of attention. Do you have a? Um, <clears throat> You have, I know you have a bulldog. Mm -hmm. I know that about you. I, I think you have two dogs. I've, I mean, I know those things about you, but like the bulldog, like is very much requiring a lot of your time, a lot of your attention. Um, the other dog is just saying, gosh, when is it going to be my turn for attention? When is it my turn? Uh, <laughs> so I feel on this that. show with you guys. It's going to be my turn to get some attention around here. <laughs> when is it my turn? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I got a few more here. Will anyone leave the Bobby Bone show in the next year? Yes. I don't know who, and I'm not even going to go there with you all. Uh, not on the air, certainly, but they, they showed me yes. Mm -hmm. And it could be you, Bobby. So, you know. Wait, wait, wait. It is Bobby. It please. is your show. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, who will be more successful acting, Lunchbox or Amy? Amy. Of course. It's her cousin. Actually, okay. Hey, I said that because, like, you know, I'm biased. No, I'm just, they did blurt out Amy though. They mm -hmm. did like, I, but I'm, I also know when I'm biased. I have learned when she blurts things, it's very biased. No, no, <laughs> no. Sometimes yeah, like we'll be at dinner and nobody's asking her opinion about something really. It's just more of a statement that comes up and then stuff will just blurt out of her mouth. And she's like, sorry about that. Couldn't, and then she's like, but normally that's when it's spot on. Is it a good idea for me to go into business with lunchbox anymore? I don't want to touch that one. You know, because we did. We went to a little business together. I haven't seen any money yet from the shoes. Oh, really? No, I still have some of the shoes to sell, man. But you've yeah. sold one, and I've never I know. seen any of it. I haven't got the have... money from eBay either. They got to mail me a check. They haven't mailed me a check. Why are you doing check? Well, how else do you get money from Can't eBay? Can't you get it right to you? Scuba, what are you yelling? Mail checks. It's all electronic through <laughs> PayPal or some sort of payment service. See, this if they haven't paid you by now, it'd be a fraudulent charge. It doesn't exist. Okay. Uh -oh. What are you talking about? Give me a second for that one. By the way, if people want to reach out to you, Amanda, what do they do? How do they get in touch with you? My website is www.soulpathology.com or on Instagram at soulpathology. Final question. My grandmother and my mom both, well, my grandmother raised me for a long time. My mom did as well. Are any one of them reaching out to tell me anything? Well, they're, they're both here. They're always with you, but I'm... Um, I'm going to assume this is your mom. It's the younger, it's the younger energy. It seems like of the two uh, is just talking about how you've adulted since you came onto the planet that you, sh you showed up very responsible, very adult. Like if you could control your environment, if you could figure out how to control things uh, you felt safe, you felt secure. And she's saying, you know, she's proud of you. She's saying, I know that you, you had things on your shoulders that a young person shouldn't have had to carry. You've done a lot of work around that, but she says, you need to know that you don't always have to feel responsible uh, for everyone else's safety, security, and happiness. And you don't have to be afraid for your own. She loves you very much. And she says, he's so freaking smart. He was always so smart. And she says, even when I wasn't around, did your grandmother, your grandmother raised you more. And your grandmother says, of course he's smart. You know, of course he's a step ahead. And she's like, he's a wheeler and a dealer. Your, was your grandmother a wheeler and a dealer? I don't know what that, like, meaning just really quick and fast and able to like, you know, kind of make lemonade out of lemons. Like she was really resourceful, your grandmother. She was. And she, yeah. and she dealt heroin. So it makes sense. I'm just kidding. She didn't. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just kidding. She did. 
No, she was. She was she was a wheeler and a dealer. I'm just kidding. She did not deal heroin. <laughs> okay, good. Hey, tell her I'm kidding. Tell my grandmother I'm kidding. She All knows. Right. She okay. knows. All right, good. Okay. She knows. I think we've said what we need to say. Someone on the show is leaving in the next year? Are they getting, are they leaving or are they getting fired? Well, that's a good question. No, I don't think anyone is getting fired. I think there's going to be some some show staffing changes, some status changes in the next year to 18 months, something like that. I mean, so there are some changes coming up, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Everyone's um, like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, you- your grandmother is back oh. and she's talking about, um, I don't, like she's talking about food and I don't know if it's like macaroni or hamburger helper, um, but she's just talking about stuff you used to eat when you were younger that are still like comfort foods to you today that does that make, I don't know what that's about. Does that make sense? It does. (laughs) And I will say this. It's, it's hard for me to, this is not toward you, Amanda, in any way, but even when I meet somebody new and they know something, I'm like, you probably read this somewhere. Like, that's what I think initially when I meet anyone new and they're like, oh, I guess this about you. And I'm like, did you just guess? But when I was a kid, my grandmother used to make something called that we called uh, granny soup because she could take hamburger helper and make it into this whole pot. Shut, shut up. I know nothing about that. Like all she was showing me was like the box, the hamburger helper and like throwing different things into it based on what you had. And it was like you loved it. So that's all she's showing me in a very small kitchen. Hmm. Okay, that's it. I think we're done here. We will see um, somebody on the show out the door is it a eleva- are they being elevated or are they like being told like just one more on that one are I they- feel like we need the music back because now we're out of the is, vibe is this like whomever it is are they being said hey you're not performing let's you go somewhere else or is it like you're going to do your own thing and you're crushing it now you're going to do your own thing it's a new trajectory and then I, th- I think people are going starting to think about different trajectories mm. and I will say this you know, I do know certain things from Amy, but that is not based on that. Like, and it's, I just mean like ideas and things she has personally going on. And I'm not talking about Amy. Like it's not about, <gasps> this isn't one. about her. So I just, a full disclosure on that. Like it's, I do have bias on things, but I'm not answering from bias as best I can. Okay. Could this trajectory be because I have chosen something else now? They must 100%, choose. 100%. Oh. 100%. Oh. Wait, 100 percent what? She's answering that so fast. I already, I already know the rest of your question. Could it be because I've chosen something? I'm taking a different path. Does this shoot everybody else into something? Yes. Dang. So what the, you're saying is Bobby's leaving us. Does some of the folks? No, I didn't say that. Does some there of the just people some shifts. go along with me? Potentially. Okay. Yeah, potentially. There, that one has a couple of probabilities, but they're just different capacities. Mm-hmm. But yeah, potentially. So we check in in six months. Check in in six months. Well, I guess we found out I'll live a long and healthy life. You didn't ask. Yeah, but she didn't. You know, I'm glad she, I'm glad she kind of dodged that one. I think everybody on the show is good right now. I think you all are well. Thank you very much for your time. I'm sure we will just look back in six months and go, holy moly, like we did last time. Okay. And do it again. And I hope lots of listeners hear you and are so moved to reach out to you and you can help lives in, in whatever way that you do. And, and you're, again, so normal. And I'm just in shock that she's so normal looking. <laughs> I thought she'd wear like a crystal necklace. Am I a little bit disappointed that she's not wearing a crystal necklace? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I have crystal bracelets okay. on. I feel pretty good so then. You've got it. Do okay. you feel better now? I do. You I know, do feel all good. All the bracelets and all the things. All right, Amanda. Thank you. Hope you have a great day. Y'all too. Thanks right. for having me there on. She. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Love, Love you, you, Amy. Love you. Bye. It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two. 
Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me this weekend. I hope you're doing awesome. I am celebrating my 29th birthday, which is super fun, but uh, also kind of sad because I'm now 29. Ah! Life is moving so fast, but I appreciate you guys hanging out with me for my birthday weekend. I love y'all so much. Make sure you follow me at WebGirlMorgan on all the things TikTok, Instagram. Come hang out with me. Message me. Tell me some thoughts. Let's have some conversations. If you listen to the best bits, I love hearing from you guys. And of course, make sure you follow the show at Bobby Bone Show. Thank y'all so much. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Uh-huh. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.